1: You're listening to The Race for the Ring, a podcast about dating in the digital decade. I am your host, Mindy Barnett. I'm a PR queen, a published inspirational author, motivational speaker, mom, and dating diva. Each week, I'll have a special guest dish dating dilemmas and delights with me, and together we'll maneuver how to play the game, not get played, and claim the most prized possession, self-love. Ready, set, Go! Hey, everybody! Welcome back to the Race for the Ring. I am Indy Barnett, and I'm so excited to have you along for another fun ride. Um, today, we're going to be talking with um, one of our dating devos, and we're going to be talking a lot about dating apps and his dismay with them, as well as some of the ways that he. Um, essentially, works to find deeper connections and things of that nature without using the uh, the dating apps. But before we get into that, I want to say thank you to everyone who's rated and reviewed the race for the ring. It really, really helps um, others find us. It helps with the algorithms, and it really helps uh, you know us spread the good entertainment and news about dating in the digital decade. Um, I want to say thank you to another male listener, single bro, who wrote in that this is the best podcast I've listened in a very long time to. Mindy has the most talent and is so entertaining to listen to. I can't wait to hear more. Thank you, single bro. I hope that some of the uh, information that we're sharing on the show is also helping you kind of navigate your, your digital dating, um, delights and (laughs) dilemmas, if you will. Uh, At any rate, back to Zach. I want to talk to you a little bit about on today's episode. He is a fitness and nutrition coach, and he's located in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. He's the president of the multi-platform fitness brand, Six Pack Macros. And Zach has basically dedicated his entire career to helping others reach their fitness goals after he realized the impact that good nutrition and wellness had on him um, after he lost a tremendous amount of weight um, several years ago. He's 25 years young and working hard um, in his career and also open and hoping for a good connection with somebody. Um, But he's not really had much luck on the dating apps. He's not really a fan of men any of the apps. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that, which I found to be quite interesting because millennials, especially um, basically, you know, their entire dating life has been dealing with the apps and working on the apps to, to meet people. So The fact that he's not really, you know, in tune with that, um, I found that to be somewhat compelling. At any rate, um, I wanted to also take a, you know, a deeper dive and peek into what a male's perspective might be. So uh, let's go, Zachy. Hey, Zach. Thanks for joining us on the Race for the Ring. How you doing? Hey, Mindy.
0: Thanks for having me.
1: Oh, it's my pleasure. I think I always say that. It's my pleasure. It is my pleasure, and yeah. it's fun to have a guy on the show. We don't have a lot of guys.
0: Oh, really? Why oh,
1: is that? I, I don't know. Call me sexist. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's funny. I don't know. That's a really good point. I don't. I don't know. I, we're going to expand our horizon though. And include more. I mean, I've interviewed some experts that were men, but. I'm thinking about it. I think we only have like maybe a handful of like dating Devos on the show. Mm. So
0: you're one of the
1: few in the coveted seat of the Race for the Ring. Um, So tell everybody listening a little bit about you. You live in sunny Florida. And as we record this, I'm sitting in dreary, cold, Nessy, rainy new york city <laughs> looking outside the window of a very gray bleak day what's outside your yeah. window zach
0: <laughs> well <laughs> it's actually there. raining right it's raining oh, is right it? now
1: too <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, of it's not the be best the day right
0: now but it's okay um but yeah, it's raining by yeah, the palm tree
1: water. it's better than raining with the the leaves falling off the branches all right go on enough of the weather continue what you're you're physically fit everybody i can see him he is buff as could be He's oh
0: thank you very
1: cute yeah maybe, maybe he won't be single after this show um <laughs> you're funny, all right anyway you? all right so you tell all of our lovely listeners male and female out there like a little bit about you um and you know what you do and all that good stuff
0: okay cool Well, yeah, like you said, I live in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I'm 25. I run an online fitness and nutrition company called Six Pack Macros. I help people with like meal plans, workout programs. Um, I used to be really overweight myself. So yeah, I kind of like really have adopted a, a passion for fitness and just helping people. And that's kind of what I love to do.
1: So you learned from your experience as one to like basically push that onto other people, like kind of pass, not push, pass, pass on the knowledge and the light, the healthy lifestyle. How over, this is so not what the convo is about, but I'm curious, how overweight were you? How much weight did you lose?
0: I was at my heaviest 235 pounds. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And right now I'm weighing around 180 pounds, 175 pounds. So that's I, awesome. I had,
1: Mo- most of that's probably muscle too, right?
0: A little bit, a little bit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can tell. It's a lot of muscle. You're just being modest. Thank, thank
0: um, you, thank
1: you. Yeah, he's, he looks good, girls. Okay, so at any rate, um, what's your dating status?
0: My dating status? I am single right now.
1: Single and single ready as, to mingle?
0: <laughs> single and uh, kind of just exploring my options. I mean, I'm really focused on like my career and my ambitions, my goals, and everything that I want to accomplish. And mm-hmm. so I've kind of put dating on the back burner a little bit.
1: But what's the last relationship you had? Or sort of relationship?
0: Well, the last serious relationship, I've only been in one serious relationship. And okay. that was over That was over two years ago.
1: OK. And how long yeah. did you guys date? How long were you together?
0: We, we were together for about, about two years, I want to say. So well, that's was, a good amount of time. Yeah, it was pretty serious. It was my first, like, serious girlfriend. Mm -hmm. I always kind of just, like, dated around before that, so, Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. yeah. And since then, you haven't really dated a lot or at all, would you say? Well,
0: I've been dating, but, like, lately for the last, I would say for most of 2020, I mean, just a lot of because we've been quarantined, too. Yeah, it's Uh,
1: a weird year this year for people that are looking to, like, find love, I think, right?
0: Yeah, I think so, too. And I'm not like a huge fan of dating apps either like we mentioned yes. earlier like <laughs> I yeah, that's the,
1: the theme of the show, the the connection quarreling and such, like, issues. So let's get into that, because you're mm-hmm. younger than me, certainly. Um, <laughs> you say that you're young. And if, <laughs> I think, like, everybody I've interviewed is pretty much younger than me at this juncture in my life, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you look young. That's what's important.
1: Oh, thanks. I appreciate you saying that. Um, at any rate, so you are a millennial, and millennials tend to lean to, into the apps but you're not a they fan do. of the app so why not mm-hmm. what's the issue with you and the apps so let's get into it
0: <clears throat> well to be completely transparent i've used dating apps like before like when i was younger when i was in college and stuff
1: mm-hmm. and
0: i'm just and which I'm one not, did
1: you which one did you try
0: i've used tinder and bumble
1: which one did you like more
0: honestly I didn't really like either of
1: them okay
0: um I just um I'm not really a fan of like the hookup culture and like that's what I feel like a lot of these apps are about I'm looking for something like someone to really like build a future with and yeah yeah, someone that kind of has the same vision that I have of what they want to accomplish someone that has like good value systems someone that's very ambitious and yeah I feel like it's just I'm not saying it's impossible to find that on dating apps but it's the majority of people on there are, like, I would say looking for something a little less serious.
1: You think? I think I think that's true. Um, I, I mean, I obviously, as, as I keep reminding everybody listening, I'm older. I think that people that I've been kind of connecting with on these apps are my age or near my age and maybe divorced or have kids. And I, I don't know, it's like it could go either way. I find though, that it's just a lot of work. Like it's hard to really kind of get to know someone in that, on that platform, any platform really. And then you have to put the effort into wanting to meet them or being able to meet them and then know when you go, like it may not be a fit. And then, you know, you That's have to like be, a lot of stuff
0: goes into it. It's another thing. It's a responsibility, like you said.
1: Yeah. As opposed to just organically meeting someone and kind of like having a connection or being attracted to them and then going on a date, but you know, that there was something there. So it's not a full waste of time, you know, like on both ends, not just like my waste of time. It's their waste of time too. If I don't like them or they don't like me, you know? So yeah, it's, it's definitely tough. So you, are you off the apps now? Are you cold, tricky, done? Like where, what's your deal with that?
0: I I have a Hinge profile right now, uh, if we're being honest, but um, I haven't haven't met up with anyone off of it. So I'm kind of just like exploring my options and like if I meet somebody like worth pursuing then you know it'll happen, but right Mm -hmm. now there's like not really anyone on my radar.
1: Where do you think you'd meet someone if you don't meet them on the app? Because it's different today as opposed to when I was single probably like 20 years ago at this point, um, give or take, um, you know, you'd go out to a club or you go out to a bar, like, and people weren't really on smartphones. Like it was like, people were really just looking to me. Um, I feel like you met a lot more through friends, things like that. It's just different. Right.
0: Yeah, for sure. And especially like we mentioned earlier about like, you know, COVID and everything, like, it's definitely like not, ideal to meet somebody at a club because a lot of them are closed and stuff. Oh yeah. And that's yeah. not like the and that's not like the ideal place I would want to meet someone anyway. Um mm-hmm. I I would like to meet someone like at the gym or like the library or something. That would be cool.
1: That's cool. You are the library? Yeah. I like that.
0: Yeah. Like so, somewhere that's like you know, they have the same interests and yeah, yeah, I
1: agree. I agree. Um, all right. So let's get into some of these dating apps. So, um, I did a little Googling and a little research and came up with a little list of some pros and cons. I just wanted to see if you could dive in with me and kind of like add your two cents. If you agree, if you don't if you have anything to add to this comment, like things yeah, like sure. That. Let's do it. Okay. So we'll start with the good stuff, the pros. So the pro is that you have a better chance of meeting someone. Well, that's true, because they're all there. <laughs> it's your yeah, no, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. so the, there's like, you know, the world is your oyster, so to speak, as opposed to just waiting for someone to kind of roll around, right? All right, so that's a, that's a no-brainer. Then you, um, you meet people that you normally wouldn't have met, which is unique as well, because like, if you're not meeting at, like you say, the gym, or the library, or places where you would frequent, um, or a Starbucks or through a friend, you know, you may meet like someone who for you living in Florida, someone who happens to work, uh, live in Fort Lauderdale where you are, but perhaps they work in another town. And so they're out of the, the area, like on a day to day because their office is somewhere else. Um And maybe obviously you don't have friends in common, you don't have like same interests. So like for the most part that, you know, you would bump into them, but then there they are on this app and this is beautiful woman. And like, you know, you want to meet her and, you know, she's like, she seems like she would be your type. So it opens up the door for, you know, new connections that you otherwise wouldn't have, you know, I guess like the, the wherewithal to get, would you agree with that? And would you like to expand on that?
0: Yeah, no, I would agree with that. It definitely does give you more options because like, obviously you're connected with more people and Mm -hmm. you know, you have a higher probability of meeting somebody that you potentially would not have met in the first place. Mm -hmm. But that being said, also like we have to discuss like the caliber of the people that are on the dating apps too. Mm -hmm. So like, I feel like the caliber of somebody that you're going to potentially meet on a dating app wouldn't necessarily be as good as like, if you're meeting somebody in a place that you have common interests, like, like a gym or something like that.
1: That's a good point. I think that's true. I will agree with you with that for sure. Um, Then they're saying that being on the app keeps your inner circle safe, meaning that if you're not meeting someone through mutual friends or at a party or a wedding or something like that, um, then like, and it doesn't work out, say you're not, you know, kind of creating a rift between like your, I guess, like, like your friend group. group Yeah. Your friend (laughs) group. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I will say this, like, I don't fully agree with that because if the person is like, worth it. Right. And they become part of your life for, for however long they're eventually going to meet your friends. I have like friends that are friends with um their exes, best friends and things like that. And they still all yeah. hang out. And like, then there's like that icky feeling if like the ex is there and I'm like, well, I was their friends. <laughs> like you chose to make them, you know what I mean? You chose to maintain yeah. that, but it, that's hard because if you become close with people. You can just cut them out of your life because you're no longer with your your former partner or something like that. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, it definitely does add a weird element to it. Like, I think, I think it could go both ways. Like you're saying, I think if uh, you're on a dating app, like you still have that potential chance of meeting somebody that is in your group too, because people are like connected through Mm -hmm. social media and like the digital world that we live in. Mm -hmm. So there might even be a chance where you meet somebody that knows somebody that's within your network. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. there's also that element. And, uh, yeah, I mean, hanging out, did you say, like, having people, like, that are still in a relationship, like, their ex is still in the group, that's okay?
1: I have a friend that is really good friends with her ex's, like, best friend <clears throat> and a girlfriend. And she wants, like, she likes to hang out with them. And then she gets, like, it, she feels funny when she, like, hears stuff about the ex. And, like, well, that was her friend. <laughs> like... Yeah, I don't you know, think that. The, like, that really yeah, weird like you, you there. chose that route. <laughs> like if you, if like I'm friends with um, someone's family member that I was with, but like I, ex, I, I just accept that. Well, I'm still friends with him, so it doesn't really matter. But like I, mm. you know, I don't know. I mean, if I wasn't say, and I wanted to be in her life, then I mean that's her family. Like I wouldn't be like you can't talk to him. Like I don't want to hear. About, I mean, you, you. I feel like you're going to keep that connection with um, an ex's friend or whomever. You have to mm-hmm. know that the ex is still in the picture in some shape. And it's unfair, in my opinion, it's unfair to expect that that ex just not be part of the picture. You know, I'm not yeah. saying you should like inquire. I think that's wrong. If like you use that friendship or something to get information. I'm not mm-hmm. suggesting that. I'm just saying like, if the other, if your friend talks about their friend who happens to be your ex so everyone catching on i'm like confusing myself by this dialogue <laughs> but it's like he said no, she said he said his brother said but you know what i'm saying like i think if you are choosing to, to maintain a connection with someone mm. that was in your ex's life that's the best way to put it then right. you need to understand that that's your choice and if the other person wants to talk about the ex then you have to mm. suck it up that's what i think
0: okay yeah i think there it's definitely like circumstantial like I think there needs to be open like communication between the people Mm -hmm. um I'm the type of person where if I because I don't I don't maintain friendships with my ex I think that's that's a little weird for me I don't judge people you don't maintain
1: friendships with your ex is that what you said yeah
0: yeah with my exes well I've only had one ex and I don't I don't maintain a friendship (laughs) with her um and so I'm kind of like in the boat where people are free to do whatever they want to do But within my network of, like, good friends, like, if I break up with my ex, like, they break up with her, too. Like, I don't want that. Okay. So I'm not really, like, I would want my circle of friends to be, like, supportive of me and the decisions that I make. But also, there is that variable that you mentioned, like, okay, so what if they become really good friends with your ex, too? Now, they're also really good friends. So I guess it really just depends on the circumstance. And the most important thing is that you communicate effectively like what your wants are so
1: yeah like I was married actually and I mean I'm very close with my ex-husband like he's like family I mean he always will be to me but Mm -hmm. you know there was obviously a time that we weren't getting along because we aren't married anymore and when you get divorced like it's just like a it's an icky time right so but I had um, I still do. My well, I have a lot of best friends, but one of my best friends, her husband, was very good friends with my ex husband, and mm. um, she was like, "Do you mind if I don't want to say names, but did you mind if so and so like checks on my ex mm. my ex husband?" And I'm like, "No, I think it's fine." Like I right. was like, "That's fine. You can still be friends with him. I want you to be friends with him." Like just because we're splitting doesn't mean I mean I wouldn't hang out with we wouldn't all hang out and do dinner anymore, you know, know, like a a double date. But like, I was sort of like saying to her, you know, if they want to still maintain their connection, their friendship, I'm fine with that. Like, I I don't know. So yeah, I hear what you're saying. I guess it depends on the circumstances. I mean, I have children with my ex-husband, like he's very much in my life. But That's a little different than a girlfriend or a boyfriend where, you know, if you don't have like any Can like tie something bringing you together, like you own a a pet or you have a child together, or something. We did have a
0: pet together, which was kind of sad. You
1: did? Oh, that's sad, Zach. What happened to your? What did you have? A dog.
0: We had a dog. It was the cutest dog. It literally, I, I still think about that dog like every day. Like, <laughs> did you
1: share custody with the dog.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like it just it wouldn't work out, Aww. and I, I had to, you know, say my goodbyes to the dog. it was really sad. But like, it was it was necessary.
1: What kind of dog was it?
0: <sighs> she was a mix between a pit bull and a chihuahua.
1: Oh, she's very cute. Aww, so cute. I, what was I the dog's name? Dog.
0: Um, I don't want to say just for. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no, (laughs) I hear
1: no, 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 no. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dogs have dogs have feelings too. I get it. She she was a (laughs) kitty. We're not saying people. We're not saying no, no. I totally understand. All right, let's move on. Um, next thing, um, another pro about the apps. Um, this research is saying Mm -hmm. is that you can obviously be specific, and by that, like height you know, gender, obviously, um, you know, religion, profession, age, you know, Mm -hmm. college background, non-background, like, all of the above, Mm -hmm. um, I think people lie, though, sometimes, what do you
0: think? Oh, for, I, yeah, for sure, people definitely, like, exaggerate, or, you know, say something that's not truthful, they lie, right, and they, they make themselves, you know, I, I, know catfishing is pretty common, and, like, you know, people will definitely, you know, portray themselves in a way that they might not necessarily be. So that definitely goes on. It's so
1: silly though. Eventually when you meet the person, the truth is going to come out. I'd rather someone be like on the app, I don't like Mindy, swipe whatever left or, you know, and then instead Uh, of meeting me and being like, you said you were six foot one.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's like, <laughs> like, oh my God. You said like, you were thirty-three. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs>
1: yeah you, like you don't have kids, you have two. Like, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, like, well, boy, this is now. Like, what do I, I do? <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay. Now the cons um are um there's instant gratification syndrome, which means that you see someone, you like them, you talk to them, move on. Like there's not, and I sort of feel like that's true because Mm -hmm. I kind of, I feel like I sort of do that and then not move on to someone else. It's just like, you know, you're talking and whatever. I don't, I don't really, reality sets in. You have to like actually like, you know, meet them or continue talking offline or something like that. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I really, (laughs) as invested in this as I thought, you know, or- that kind of thing, or then you're swiping, you're talking, and then you swipe again to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And
0: that like you said, it's, you get better.
1: That, yeah.
0: You get that instant gratification. You're not getting that delayed gratification, like of naturally meeting someone and pursuing like the way things naturally should be going.
1: Yeah, I think that's true, too. Uh, mm-hmm. I just think that's something that if you happen to like connect with someone <clears> and you, you're one of the, like my friend, um, mm-hmm. She's she uh, has like a serious boyfriend that she met on one of the apps, and they're like living together, and she's really happy. I'm like, she's awesome. awesome. That's good. That's yeah, awesome. I but and I've heard stories like I actually know some people that got married. They met on an app and stuff, but there's just a lot mm-hmm. of stories that are the opposite as well. You know, so right? It's just a matter of walk, I think, and just being patient, but and having the, the dedication and time to put into it. Um, right. Okay. The another con is that act relationships tend to be short-lived relationships why do you think that's so
0: well like you said earlier I mean the foundation that it's built on typically isn't going to be as strong as if you meet somebody in person like for example if you're meeting somebody and they're exaggerating or lying about like basic Mm -hmm. characteristics about themselves Mm -hmm. then that's not a really good foundation to, to build a relationship off of because you're already like basically lying to somebody when you know you're starting the relationship right so I mean there's just a lot of other elements and variables that go into like online dating in this whole era that like isn't necessarily the case with like and meeting somebody in person I think
1: mm-hmm. do you think that once you do meet the person and you are sort of traditionally dating like you're hanging out mm-hmm. with them physically do you mm-hmm. think that you're more prone to having um like a shorter lived relationship than if you were starting from a traditional foundation and sort of getting to know them organically before you went into like boyfriend girlfriend mode.
0: That's a good question. Um, I would say it's circumstantial. I think it's definitely possible to have a successful relationship off mm-hmm. of dating apps. I think we live in this like digital era where it's really, you know, that's how a lot of people meet and there's, there are a lot of success stories. Like you said, your friend, you know, is living with somebody mm-hmm. in a happy relationship. So mm-hmm. I definitely think it's possible and I think it works for a lot of people. Um, I just haven't had any luck on dating apps with anything serious or anything that like I've been really interested in, to be mm-hmm. honest.
1: Me too. So, same, yeah. same boat. Like, uh, yeah. I, I actually want to say, I want to correct what I would say. I did have a boyfriend from a dating. I mean, I wouldn't call him a full boyfriend. Like he was, he was half a boyfriend. <laughs> half a
0: boyfriend. <laughs> he was a boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. No,
1: I mean, it was a weird thing. Um, we met and then it was like very hot cold hot cold and then now it's ice like nothing yeah it's over but um yeah but other than that i don't think i really did no i mean i sort of went on on a bunch of dates but a lot of first never led anywhere uh that did not no i find that i connect better like you say like with people that i either meet from work I'm dating mm-hmm. somebody that I met through work, two people, uh, well, one, <laughs> one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of halves here, oh, Mindy. Half. yeah. My one's not sure the other one, I'm not so sure. Well, if you add
0: up a couple halves, going. you know, you'll get a whole number. Yeah, I'll get stuff. a whole,
1: that's true, that's yeah, true. Yeah, there you go. No, but one's definitely through work, and, like, we're dating, for sure, and then mm-hmm. the other one, like I say, it's, um, got a lot of strings that's all i'll say so who knows yeah. but anyway we'll see um okay and then there's too many choices that's another con actually so it's a pro mm-hmm. and a con and i will agree yeah. with that because there's so many people and it's like mm-hmm. uh you know after a while um you know, my I have a 12-year-old daughter who, I, I don't hide things from my kids. Like, they I, they, they know my at like, they, whatever. They, they yeah. also know I have no, I don't have a boyfriend. It's like nothing serious. It's good me, to ever. be
0: transparent, always. Yeah,
1: I feel like I wasn't like fawning, I'm like, ooh, look, wanna play? <laughs> But one night they were It's Like, you know what? I'm gonna tell them the truth. Like, whatever. So, so mm-hmm. she sometimes for fun will like sit over my shoulder and watch like me swipe or whatever. And then she's like, ew, ew. And then I start <laughs> to go, after a while. I start like just going left, left, left like too quickly. And she's yeah. like, Mom, that was a good. I'm. She's like, Mom, you're doing it too fast. You're not watching.
0: <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, hilarious.
1: Sad actually. We make like a bad reality show. Okay. Um. <laughs> all right so anyway kids are honest um, I, lo-
0: I love kids <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i want i just want to be honest with them because if I, I do end up with a boyfriend one day i want them to be like shocked or something you know what i mean like i yeah no it's whatever. important to be honest yeah and transparent. exactly um all right so part two <clears throat> um, of our chit chat, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about men and mishaps in dating specifically. Mm-hmm. So some, I'm not saying this is the case for you. I don't really know you Zach and I'm sure mm-hmm. you're an awesome guy. And this isn't the case. You seem very confident, but some of the research I found says that a lot of men lack self-love and therefore mm-hmm. they're not as open to expressing their affectionate side with women and mm-hmm. um, or men, whoever, obviously they're dating, but like, that's an yeah. issue and being like a good partner because they're not strong in their own sense of love for themselves. Would you agree with that or not?
0: I would say, yeah, I would agree with that. I wouldn't say it's strictly just men though. I would say a lot of people lack self-love. And also I would say another big issue with that is also the communication skills. That's something that women are typically a lot better with than men. A lot Mm -hmm. of men will, they won't really voice what their concerns are or what's on their mind. And that always leads to a lot of detriment, maybe passive aggressive behavior in, in relationships, so.
1: Why do you think men do that? You're a guy.
0: Why do I think Why that? Do
1: do?
0: I think yeah. they, they just lack the skill set of articulating themselves effectively and communicating. And yeah. they, don't, they don't know, they, they perhaps might come off as a little aggressive or irritated. And that's not the way to effectively like voice what's on your mind. And I think that's what leads to a lot of arguments or just strictly not really having success in in the dating space.
1: Interesting, I actually am prepping a keynote that I'm giving next week. And one of the parts Mm -hmm. of the keynote dives into leadership and the importance of, of embracing some feminine traits, such as empathy and compassion and mm-hmm. you know um, softness. And while they're obviously female characteristics, stereotypically men can mm-hmm. embrace them too. And it makes for better partners, better friends, better you know workers, employees, leaders in the, in the company and things like that. So that's mm-hmm. interesting you bring that up because I definitely can see that it was obviously fall into play. Certainly in relationships too, looking back, as you're saying that with my own experience dating guys, mm-hmm. I definitely think that were the case for probably almost all of them, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, so um, then they were also saying how men like to be told what to do, or they don't like to be told what to do. So like, if mm-hmm. you're a, a female, like, you're dating a guy, like, I guess Mars versus Venus kind of conversation right now, like, yeah. that, that you should, women, who are addressing issues with their guy, they, sh- they, we should basically not be as, you know, demanding in our tone and like demeanor and our, our delivery of something that we want done or something that's needed to be done or some support as opposed to, you know, just kind of like, you know, just blurting out whatever it is that's on our mind. Would you agree with that?
0: Yeah, I mean, it just comes down to basically what you said earlier it comes down to like leadership skills and like communicating and th- th- that's the most important thing. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't like being told what to do. A lot of women I know don't like being told what to do. You know, a lot of guys don't like being told what to do. Mm-hmm. So I think it just com- comes down to really voicing what your concerns are. And, you know, I keep saying this, but like communicating effectively and really just telling your partner, or whoever you're dating, like what's on your mind what you would like to happen and do that in a way that you're not coming across as like so aggressive or demanding or, you know, anything that could be, you know, causing conflict between you two.
1: Yeah. That's good advice. So as we wrap up, can you just share a little bit about, I guess, what are your plans like to maybe meet the well, love of your life? <laughs> you're going to like <laughs> st- stock the ch- the gym where you work out, like kind of like <laughs> check out the trim. Just kidding. <laughs>
0: Uh, (laughs) that's funny maybe Um, you'll find
1: Belle she likes the library you know who Belle is? Belle?
0: no who's that?
1: Belle's from um, oh my gosh that Disney show Um, Beauty and the Beast See, oh, I, have okay. a 12. I have a 12-year-old little girl, so I know all the princesses. Okay, <laughs> anyway, she likes funny. books. That's, like, part of her thing. Like, she's all into books, and she loves to read, and she's really mm. pretty. She lives in France. Anyway, whatever. Go ahead. I'm, I'm very, very goofy today. Sorry. No, <laughs> you know, it's really, all good. It's the rain, I think. <laughs> it's getting to my, my brain. All right, go ahead. Um, where are you finding this lovely Mrs. Zach?
0: honestly um I don't know I'm not really on that search like I said earlier I'm I'm really just focused on my career right now my own personal growth learning how to be happy alone and I think a lot of people they make the mistake of looking for the void in themselves and like like a partner or someone else when really they just need to work on their own personal development and work on themselves so that's kind of like what I'm working on now And if I meet somebody cool that like shares a vision, a similar vision to me, then that's cool. And they'll add value to my life. I'll add value to their life. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I wouldn't say I'm really like looking for anyone, but if it happens, it happens and it'll be cool.
1: That's awesome. I love that answer. I, that's actually the premise of what this whole show is about, believe it or not. People oh, think really? the ring, yeah, the ring isn't really an engagement <laughs> ring. I mean, it can be, I guess it's whatever you want it to be. But for me, the ring is just self-love and like just being content with yourself and looking for somebody to compliment you as opposed mm-hmm. to complete you, you know? So Absolutely. yeah, that's awesome. So can you give us some tips about some of the things you're doing for yourself? Growth or just like, um, like maybe three things that you do on a day to day to keep yourself grounded and focused and content with being who you are
0: yeah of course so one thing I'm a huge advocate on is building good habits so you know build like getting up early in the morning starting the day with working out meditating eating nutritionally dense foods that are good for you and constantly Mm -hmm. putting yourself in an environment where you're uncomfortable so that way you can really get out of your comfort zone and really grow
1: that's great what makes you the most uncomfortable these days
0: what makes me the most uncomfortable? Um, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I haven't been uncomfortable lately. Okay. So, <laughs> right to, be, to be completely yeah, honest. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is fun. Uh, this, is, this is
1: cool. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm kidding. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. If everybody listening, let us know where we can find you. And if they want to sign up for your, you know, coaching and your your diets and things like that, Go ahead plug away okay
0: my instagram is just my name at zach and uh if you want to go if you want fitness coaching you can find me at sixpackmacros.com.
1: okay awesome all right thanks zach appreciate it Th- thank you mindy enjoy your weekend and happy i hope the yeah it was super fun i hope the weather gets better <laughs> in florida
0: thank you i hope the weather gets better up there too
1: yeah me too okay bye bye This episode of The Race for the Ring was brought to you by Grande Cosmetics. Getting ready in the mornings looks completely different now. Whether you're waking up and heading into the next room for a Zoom meeting or grabbing a mask when you grab your coffee thermos to head out the door, there's no denying it's different than it was last year. Thankfully, no matter where you're headed, Grande Cosmetics has something for you to accentuate the features above your mask. Grande Cosmetics, known for their cult favorite lash enhancing serum, Grande Lash MD, creates beauty products with benefits. From their Grande Drama intense Ted's Thickening Mascara with Castor Oil to their Grande Brow Brow Enhancing Serum with peptides and vitamins for thicker, fuller brows, Grande Cosmetics enhances your natural beauty. Find their products at GrandeCosmetics.com. That's Grande with an E on the end, like your Starbucks order. Also available at Sephora, Ulta, Morphe, Macy's, and for salon professionals at Salon Centric. Race for the Ring listeners can enjoy 15% off their total purchase at GrandeCosmetics.com with code PODCAST. That's PODCAST, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, redeemable at GrandeCosmetics.com, valid through December 31st, 2020. Shop on!